Welcome to the Dance Conditions. I'm your host, Steve Pugh. Uh, I have the special honor for a Halloween special episode here for you guys. I have uh, Brad and Kathy. Uh, Brad is the owner of the Legends of Fear Haunted Trails. Uh, you guys are do the, you have a haunted hayride. You guys do the spooky trails and experiences. And I love this. I love that I get to have you guys on the show and talk about one of my favorite things, which is getting scared out of my mind. Uh, and we are in that special Halloween season, which is just the best, really is. Uh, so, Brad, thank you for being on the show. Kathy, thank you for coming back. You are the, the connoisseur of the Dungeons & Dragons charities that I have been so, uh, had the pleasure of being a part of twice now. Uh, so, thank you guys and welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, Steve. It's great to chat with you again. Yeah. Um, so, Kathy, you've gotten to relax a little bit, and I say that ironically as you talk about everything that you guys are about to go into with this or have been going into with the uh, doing Legends of Fear. Uh, but you you get to you got you had like what a week to relax after the charity. Uh, yeah, about a week. Um, <laughs> so go went straight from um, the evening of adventure, our second evening of adventure for Advancing Heroes, which was an amazing success. Again, thank you so much for uh, being one of our storytellers, Steve. Once again, you blew everybody's minds, which is <laughs> yeah, something we've come to expect from you. Um, yeah, so it was a very <laughs> successful event. You know, from a storytelling perspective and also from a fundraising perspective, we'll be giving our first two grants out in uh, January mm -hmm. to the next paramedic class at Echo Hose. So um, much gratitude to you and to all of your listeners who came out to support. Um, we'll be providing grants that represent about quarter a quarter of the tuition for each of these students, which is pretty huge. That's that's great, Kath. That is great. That's excellent. And and, and I, I appreciate all the thanks you're giving to me. But in all honesty, I do what I always do, which is host a D and D game and legitimately, as my wife says, make an ass out of myself. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> you. You organized this thing. You ran this thing. And huge props to James and everybody else who came out to DM. You had a lot more DMs. You had a, a, a great uh, event there with lots of little stores. Uh, one of even one of my players, his wife was uh, running a store. And I think his his, his sister had, was doing a little bakery there. So that was fun. Uh, but like it's you, you put the blood, sweat and tears in this. And legitimately, none of this would have been possible without you and to be able to be a part of that has always been an honor and an absolute blast and kudos to everybody who put in so much time because I got to go see around some of the rooms and even the ones next to me, I, I, I felt jealous because I was like, man, I want to play in this room. I don't want to be the DM. I want to play so that <laughs> it was, it was a great experience. It, I love that jealousy and being like, Oh, this looks fun. So kudos and I, I can't wait for the next one i sign me up i'm ready for the next one yeah we'll be looking at the spring and actually legends of fear was one of our raffle sponsors so somewhere out there are two sets of folk who won the opportunity to have the wits scared out of them from our <laughs> raffle so we're always very grateful to our our haunt fam as much as our... yeah, we can't wait to scare them soon. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
that's awesome. I, that, that, that's really, really cool. Um, so let's go in and talk about our subject here tonight. Uh, Brad, Legends of Fear, 27 years. Now, I said 25 earlier, and I, that was my bad. Uh, but 27 years, that's insane amount of time. Over a quarter, not to age you here, <laughs> over a quarter cent of a century running a haunted trail. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel great. We started back in 1997 with uh, just the idea that we wanted to do the, the new coined term agricultural tourism. Mm -hmm. And my wife, Trish, and I wanted to have people come to our farm to become aware of our farm. And we loved Halloween and we knew a bunch of our friends did. So it's grown from originally our first year, we had only volunteers. And uh, we quickly learned that everyone likes to make a little money. So uh, after year number two, from then on till now, everyone's a paid person and uh, we've grown nicely. We started with our haunted hayride the first year and uh, the ticket price was $5 back in 1997. So awesome. now uh, the tickets are online and there's all types of tickets and uh, it's grown nicely. Um, now there's over 200 people all working here between parking and our actors and our signature actors. And it's really, uh, it's grown nicely. So it's been, it's been a fun event. What we like about it the most is that it's different than a movie where people can come out to the farm and actually talk with their families and they can walk the trail and they can constantly talk and communicate and whether you're scared or laughing and whether it be on the walking trail or riding on the wagon on the haunted hayride, it's a different experience with your family because everyone is able to talk, communicate, sit and be with their family. It's a, it's a family oriented event. That's awesome on so many levels um looking at this did you you know well, let's start with this we are in the season of spooky and halloween and haunted stuff what is it about do you think what is it <laughs> about halloween and doing these things why do people like to come get scared and to have these experiences i think Honestly, as as an actor, um, I have the opportunity to see a lot of people come through and experience our characters and our scenes and and just the whole, you know, the whole ambiance. And people are immersed. People are immersed, but I think they do it because they want to survive. And it coming through a haunted attraction and you know, is the closest you can get to actually being threatened without actually being threatened. And I think when people get to the end of it, they're like, wow, you know, I did that. I evaded that monster. I, you know, I survived that, that perceived threat, but they're doing it in a safe way. Yeah. It's entertainment with extreme adrenaline. Yeah. Extreme I, adrenaline. I like that. That's good. Um, now I know you guys are, so I just want to give our, our listeners a little bit of a heads up because you guys are sometimes every once in a while a little pixelated, which is absolutely fine. I know you guys are out in spot right now. So you are surrounded by all your guys' equipment and in this very <laughs> immersive experience. So listeners, if you do hear a little pixelization, know that these guys literally are taking time out of their day to do this while also getting prepared and setting up for the next experiences. So props to you guys. Thank you. Um, Brad, 
can you describe for me the the evolution of the haunted hayride uh, over the years what was it that you, how did you set the next goal for each year well it it definitely it took a long time to get the steamroller going because okay. back in the late 90s uh, led lights had not been um basically invented led lights weren't available the sound systems were um slim and almost non-existent so over the last 27 years we've evolved from using 110 volts in our system to using all low voltage lighting high-tech sound equipment subwoofers uh, you know the, the sound on the event now from the beginning to the end whether it be the hayride or the trail basically brings you into our world it brings the customer into a totally new environment where when they're walking the trail from beginning to end they hear constantly um new sounds and they're bombarded by all types of sounds in the woods so we we literally are bringing you into our environment and as kathy said earlier you know it's uh it's the actors and the the portrayal of the certain characters that bring the customer uh, to get their guard down and be scared and be entertained. Not everyone is scared when they go through, but oftentimes people show fear as laughter. Mm -hmm. So we've seen all responses from A to Z walking through the trail or riding on the haunted hayride. We've had grown people have to tap out. We've had, we've had 12 and 14 year old kids have the best time of their life because they feel like Superman when they've survived the event and made it through and they, have a celebratory roar when they get to the end of the trail. Right, Kathy? So, <laughs> this <is> yeah. true. <laughs> so there's all different the types range. of uh, reactions. But um, the, it, it's taken a long time with a lot of advertising and a lot of hard work over 27 years to have the paths and the sets built just correctly. And the set design around here is increasingly getting better and better and better. So little by little, I would say over the last 10 to 12 years, especially that uh, the attention to detail has has more than tripled. Okay, so Brad, so we have a cast party we do. every year, mm. and the story that I have heard a couple of times at the cast party involved spaghetti and your daughters um, as an as an early form of special effects. So is that a true rumor? That's or? a true rumor. Yeah, 1997 and maybe even the second year, 98, we had our customers going on the haunted hayride. So we were in the dark and uh, we had we had a scene that was very woodsy. So to uh, simulate worms, we were throwing wet, sticky spaghetti <laughs> right into our customer. <laughs> and, next. and we made sure that basically everybody that was on the hayride had some spaghetti coming down on them. <laughs> <laughs> now, i wish we could do that now dude that's but... i love that that's like that is my childhood of the 90s right there like the 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 spaghetti worms and like the peeled grapes as eyeballs that's yep. oh my god that's oh, oh i love that uh you you so did Steve, bring... if you come through i'll make sure that i have wet spaghetti just for you done done uh, i absolutely <laughs> consider it done i actually the best part is i <laughs> So they don't know it yet, and I'm so glad they weren't able to get on, come on tonight because they're preoccupied with other things. But Kevin and Thomas, who are my, they're, they're my partners in crime, if you will, and co-hosts for the podcast. Uh, they don't do spooky very well, 
And so they're coming with me. And I, I told them we will be coming and doing the haunted trail with you guys. It's it's Kevin great. Thomas. Yes. You need to let me know when you're coming through because. Oh, absolutely. Little, uh, this is a little secret just between you and me. Yeah. Um, so everybody else don't listen. <laughs> but if a haunter gets your name, it is absolute gold. Oh, I. I so. You never oh, want absolutely. to let a scare actor. <laughs> Here comes Thomas. Oh, oh yeah. Tommy. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I will absolutely. I I will be giggling, sending you text All messages. All you need to do answer. is say, Thomas, don't step so close to me. And that's it. <laughs> Thomas. He's done. Done. He's done. 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 Oh, I'm so. Uh, but Brad, you did bring up a good point earlier. And I, I did want to touch on this uh, because safety is a paramount thing. Uh, especially when it comes to doing the haunted hayrides and these trails and everything. Uh, when it comes to these large scale events like yours, how do you ensure the safety for both the visitors as well as the staff while maintaining the thrills of the experience? So that's a very good question. Safety, uh, safety is of the utmost concern. And we have site safety oh, on the premises of our farm it starts in the parking lot from our parking officers and parking everyone and security where everyone comes for security detail uh, to make sure that everyone's arriving in a safe condition. And then once they've been vetted through security, um, our trails are nicely graded. There's proper lighting. We have emergency exits. We have emergency chicken paths. We literally have a stretch limo golf cart that's parked in the middle of the haunted trail at a very central location so that if someone decides to tap out of the experience because they're becoming too scared, um, we're able to get those people very quickly and safely out of the haunt, out of the woods, up to the uh, midway area where there's a normalcy and there are no, uh, no uh, scares going on up here. Once a person decides to tap out, it's uh, normal protocol that that person um, would alert any of our actors at which point one actor um, in the scene would take that scared person to the side. The actor would uh, briefly get them in a private area and step out of character. And that actor would try to get them calmed down, assess, assess the situation. If just simply that they're too scared to continue, uh, they would be quickly introduced to a security officer. At that point, they would get onto the golf cart and they would be escorted out of the woods safely. So um, that's just one way that our customers can leave the haunt. As far as safety in other areas, of course, the Shelton police have been and always will be a big part of our, our event here. We hire in the officers from the city of Shelton to do uh, traffic control and safety crossing uh, on the street of Walnut Tree Hill Road where uh, uh, there may be uh, people walking along the road. Nice. And I think, nice. you know, as an, as an actor, I have you know, I've worked both the hayride and the trail and I've had to take people out. You know, it For happens sure. every night. It happens it, every night. It happens every night. Multiple times. And, you know, as, you know, having as escorted many people out, you know, we always assure them that there's no shame. Mm -hmm. You know, there's absolutely no shame in not being able to complete the trail. Um, we try to be honest you know, this year I'm early in the trail. You know, I've been at the, the the middle of it, which is where it tends to be the most intense because you get this thing that I call fear fatigue. You're just, you're scared, you're scared, you're scared, you're scared, you're scared. You get tired, you get emotionally tired. 
Um, you know, and it's, it's okay. It, it's really okay. You've tried, um, you know, we always invite people to come back and say, you know what, try it again another time. Um, but, you know, for, it's just not for some people. Yeah, um, and, and then, and I think there are some people who don't think they can do it and then do, and they're super proud of themselves. So I say, come down and try it. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, so while you guys are talking, I'm just fantasizing about it. I am a big fanatic of haunted trails and doing things like this and haunted hay rides. They're, they're legitimately a blast for me. Uh, Mostly because I like, I'm that guy that sits there as I'm walking through, I'm enjoying the aesthetics and the ambiance that is created with it. So I'm always like, wow, that's really cool. That's a very clever setup. I like this. And I like the themes and the transition from one theme to another. It's really good. It's, it's, it's always fun. Um, Going off of but going back off the safety thing there a little bit. Uh, I mean, you employ you were saying around 200 people, uh, yes, many actors, you know, that's actors and staff members. Um, now, how do you go about recruiting and training your team, uh, to deliver the scares and create memorable experiences for them? So, my daughter Caroline, who mm -hmm. Kathy and uh, Kyla both know very well as well as uh, other people that we have on the team here are our actor um, liaisons who, when people first arrive in the summer to get a job here, we have like, what did you say? Like little seminars? Auditions. And, yeah, auditions. It's an audition process. It's an audition process where people would arrive and uh, depending upon their enthusiasm level, which quickly comes forward after stay about a half hour <laughs> to 45 minutes. Some people are very excited. As you mentioned, you're a big enthusiast of, you know, the haunt season. Uh, so are some of our employees and it, it quickly, it quickly becomes obvious, which, which employees have a knack to do a certain trait, whether it be a witch or a vampire or a melon head. Um, and then, you know, if they're not sure what they do, we, we try them out in a certain scene. And if they, if they meld with that scene and it works out great, then great. That's what they become. Nice. Uh, some, uh, some actors are not sure what they want to do. And uh, we'll also give them a shot at, at trying something new if they're not comfortable doing something. But um, you'd be surprised, Steve. We have actors of all ages. We've got actors on this farm from basically a uh, freshman in high school, age 14, near 15, all the way up into uh, 80 years old. I like that age gap. That's awesome. Age, age, ranges, age ranges all over the place. And we're all twisted seedlings. Every single one of us. <laughs> yeah. I love With that. It. Oh my God. And I think the, the more experienced actors, um, and we tend to be sort of distributed amongst the scenes. Yeah. And, you know, we're able to pass on, you know, some tips and tricks and guidance and you know an assistance to help our fellow actors be comfortable and successful in their scene um but you, you know having been part of the audition process over the years it's it's really a willingness to not be afraid to make a fool of yourself <laughs> you you can't really be shy and um you know 
I joke around that this isn't Shakespeare, man. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. it's character <laughs> development. It's but you need to be big and out there and an exaggeration of whatever character it is you're you're portraying. And I would say, as Kathy's mentioning, that the actors um, quickly realize that it doesn't take a long time at all for the actors to become one big family. You know, 100%. it is a small family run business. It is only uh, the one production per year, which takes all year long. We have seven full-time year-round employees building this. So this isn't something that we just slap up the month before. As soon as the season is over, uh, we are a Christmas tree farm and we will get involved with our nighttime Christmas lights hayride. We do a nighttime Christmas hayride and we sell Christmas trees. But once January hits, we're back uh, at the drawing board, getting ideas for the next year, thinking about what detail we might like to add or what attraction. Um, this year, we have a signature build, which is our brand new haunted mansion on the hayride. Uh, we built a uh, haunted mansion, literally a large one, and uh, it's very cool. And if you were to come here, you would absolutely say, wow, that looks like a real house. And it's it is a real house. It's a real house. <laughs> and bad things happen in there. So oh, that's... it is a real house, Brad. <laughs> Fun bad things happen. <laughs> I, I I want you to know, listeners know how hard I am struggling here not to get absolutely 100 percent giddy at, at the thoughts of these things. Like I said, I this is I'm a fanatic for this stuff. Um you do, you know, you you guys bring up a good point about your 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 stuff as a hayride and it, it is an outdoor thing uh you know weather can be unpredictable and a lot of your attraction is outdoor uh you know how do you manage with weather related challenges and how do you ensure the you know the show goes on if you will well that's a very good question this has been our toughest year in uh, many many years probably maybe in all of the 27 years uh we've had uh We've had some tough weekends with rain uh, due to safety reasons. As you mentioned earlier, if it is absolutely storming and uh, it is absolutely heavy rain with, you know, the radar being filled in with terrible, terrible blotches of heavy rain, we uh, would have to cancel. Mm. And a cancellation would mean that we would uh, basically be moving our customers to another night if they could attend. And if they couldn't because of the online ticketing system, then, uh, you know, unfortunately there'd be, there'd be refunds to our customers if they didn't decide to attend another night. So we are absolutely praying for dry weather for the coming weekends. Mm. And uh, rain is a four letter word. So we can't say that on, uh, on your podcast. That's, <laughs> that's fair. The monsters, we, the monsters all get restless when we can't get out there and, and terrorize our victims. Yes. So, Oh, I'm know. sure. I have no <laughs> doubt about that. Um, so Let's talk about that. With your 27 years of experience, you guys have seen it all. Um, can you share some of your most memorable reactions or stories from visitors uh, <laughs> who have braved the legends of fear? I have a great story about a gentleman from Houston, Texas. that goes back about four years ago. Uh, I was down near the unloading area of the hayride and the tractor uh, was pulling in. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was there was an applause from the group of customers on the wagon, uh, somewhere in the vicinity of 25 to 30 people. And they just burst into applause. So I wasn't quite sure what that was about. And as they were unloading, coming down the stairs, a gentleman came forward to me who had just uh, walked off the hay wagon. And he slapped me on the shoulder. And he, uh, he was obviously from uh, somewhere out west. And he slapped you on the shoulder. And he says, 
that was fantastic. He says, I can't believe it. He said, I waited 93 years to go on a haunted air ride. So I said to the gentleman, 93, he goes, yep. He says, I can tell you what, that was absolutely my first haunted hair ride. And it was the best one I'd ever been on. <laughs> and I said, oh, really? He goes, well, Brad, he says, that was the only one I've ever been on. But he goes, I can guarantee you that's not the last one that I was on. And uh, oh. a year later, he came back when he was visiting family. So that's going back a few years now. But it was fantastic to have somebody, uh, you know, that was an older gentleman get on that hair ride and absolutely love it. I mean, he was so ecstatic about it. Um he was startled with the chainsaw scene and um, he liked the attention to detail and the sounds. He had a great time. So that just, that memory sticks out in my mind that we really made, he was there of course with his family, but mm. he stepped forward as, you know, like the patriarch of the family and he spoke, he spoke up. So that was, that was one memory that just, you know, not a terrifying memory, but just something <laughs> that lets people know that the coming out to the haunt is, is really like family oriented. It's, it's good for basically, people of all ages, but probably not recommended for kids under seven years old. And the trail definitely is not recommended for anybody under 12. Although Kathy can probably speak on this. We have seen families bring some younger members of their family that we deem too young to meet, meaning, you know, there's been some children going through, which probably is not the best idea. Yeah. It makes it difficult for an actor because, you know, a younger child may think that that's something that they can handle. Mm. Um, and then once they get in, it's, it's obvious that they can't, but they don't seem to know how to communicate that to their parent. And, you know, as an actor, it makes it tough because it's, you know, well, do you scare the group with everything you've got and potentially put a child into, you know, being terrified, being terrified yeah. and, and, and ruining it? Or do you hold back? And I think that's one of those moments where you say, okay, well, what can I do in this, in this, you know, at this moment? Because one of the things, you know, it's important to, to remember is that, especially on a, you know, on a crowded night, you may be scaring, resetting, scaring, resetting, scaring, resetting, and it's very quick, you know, so you're, you're, you're very, you're on, you're up, you're aware, you're moving around, you're, you know, you're doing this whole thing. And you have to make those decisions in that split second. And, you know, there have been times when a family's gone through and I've been like, man, I really didn't want to scare that kid. <laughs> Kathy, what's been one of your better scares? Oh, <laughs> okay. So I, I've played a variety of characters here. Um, one of my favorite things to do as an actor is to create a character. I, I jokingly, you know, I name all of my characters. So each year, you know, my, my characters have a, a unique name. Um, so a couple of years ago, I was at, at um, Pine Hills Mortuary and I was playing a vampire. Mm -hmm. Her name was Miss Claudine, C-L-A-W-D-I-N-E. And Miss Claudine liked to hang out in the dining room. And to access the dining room, you had to kind of go around a corner. And then I'd, I'd sort of be in that room waiting for you. And simultaneously, I was also a photographer for one of our local high school football teams. So I knew most of the, the athletes in the area. Let's suffice it to say that I don't look the same as a vampire as I do when I'm taking pictures. 
So I remember standing there <laughs> and seeing the offensive line for the local football team standing in my doorway, refusing to come in because they were too terrified of Miss Claudine. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then having to go the next Friday or the you know whatever the next game was and see this group of, of tough guys who really couldn't deal with a 50-year-old, you know... <laughs> vampire <laughs> um they ultimately did run through the room um but the best part was i saw the mother of sort of the the lead of that little crew and i i kind of apologized and i said you know i do this and i, I think I, I think i scared your son and she looked at me and she said good he deserved it <laughs> That's great. Um, um, but the best scares are really the ones where you get a scream a jump followed by laughter oh absolutely yeah yeah i love that 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 is i think that's what every actor at least i that's what i i love nice. you know i can you know take you know an obnoxious person okay fine that's your fear response i get it you know or you know somebody who's who hides their face and runs through the the set but when i get somebody who who screams and jumps and then immediately bursts into laughter i know i've done my job nice see i'm like, like i said i'm the person i enjoy and i love everything uh when i go to things like this with my wife she's does the worst thing possible she puts <laughs> me in front of her and she ah. cowers behind <laughs> me and i look for the haunts and i go hey she's a screamer and usually everybody gets a big smile on their face and they go, okay, fine. That's perfect. So mm -hmm. I, 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 I love, love that. Love, love, love this. Um, so you guys are located out in Shelton uh, here in the lovely state of Connecticut. Um, Connecticut is, a, it's a spooky state. I mean, case in point, my hometown or of Southington is got the, the haunting in Connecticut. Uh, you, you've got a, a variety of spooky lore that is bestowed upon you guys in this this state. That's right. you guys Sawmill City Road, the road that our farm is on, the actual farm driveway is on Sawmill City Road, and this is the road that the Melonheads live on. So all you need to do is Google Melonheads in Shelton, and Sawmill City Road comes right to the top of the list. So we actually have the Melonhead Village on our farm. Really? So I. I so I was going to ask, like, do you guys take inspiration? But like, you've got the cool one of the coolest things. That's um now, and the metalheads are swift and silent. If you were to go down, it's still a dirt road. It's it's been a dirt road since the eighteen hundreds. Mm. It's a uh, very long, very desolate, and I strongly recommend that if customers were to come here, not to go down Sawmill City Road. Nope. <laughs> and uh, park their car in the dark down there, and don't get out and check their battery because. Melonhead strikes swiftly and quietly, and um, if there's time to scream, well, that's that's a good thing. But uh, if if not, then people have been missing here for years. <laughs> I do. I, I, I'm not sure if you're giddy here. <laughs> oh yeah, I I I love spooky stuff. It's it's the best. I, I'm 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 a I'm a glutton for the punishment when it comes to spooky stuff. Um, now. 
besides the, the lore of that is spooky Connecticut, um, do you guys ever see anything like where you see a movie or see something on TV or have heard of something and go, man, that's cool. I wonder if I can implement that. Uh, not to take like, because killer clowns in outer space, but that's the first thing that just popped in my mind. You're like, hmm, could we do spooky clowns or is there, do you just, you know, what's your process? Uh, I would say that because some haunts have like a continuing theme, mm -hmm. uh, we have themes in different areas. And um, if it works as far as a haunt or a scare, uh, whether it's been done in Hollywood or it's been done in Hollywood and we were already doing it, mm -hmm. um, we definitely have, we definitely have different types of scenes on the hayride. They don't always go together. But mm. somehow when we put it together, we make it work. Mm. Nice. We make it work. So um, I think he, I think, you know, again, you know, from from the actor's perspective, I think that whichever crew you happen to have on a given year in a scene, um, we all bring something different to it. And, you know, this year I'm 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 down in at the burnt broomstick and I've had, you know, my sister witches who came, you know, who were there in residence in previous years and they've come through to visit and have said, you know, it's completely different how, you know, it is with the current coven that is um, operating down there. So mm. I think, you know, even if the buildings and the, you know, a building or structure doesn't change and I know they, you know, roughly, is it like a third of them change roughly yeah. every year? Um, but, you know, depending on the crew that's down there, you're going to get a completely different experience year over year. Yeah, the scene comes to life definitely with its actors. The actors are the life of this of this haunt. That's and, you awesome. know, our little motto is real farm, real woods, real fear. It is a real farm and those woods are real. <laughs> you know, a little funny story for you is a couple of years ago, customers came through running out the exit of the trail, exhilarated and exhausted. And they were rubbing their thighs and they were like, catching their breath and oh that was great and i'm like oh i was oh, awesome awesome those raccoons were incredible <laughs> and uh i'm like what all oh, the raccoons in there they were amazing they look so lifelike well steve what we did have was an entire corn patch we purchased a bunch of corn stalks about a thousand we tied them up and the raccoons were in the corn stalks right near the people munching on the corn as the customers were going by so we had some uh, we had some wild animals in the haunt that were very happy to be eating corn and couldn't have cared less about the customers walking by yeah we do see animals even um last night when i was walking back um to meet so my son and my daughter are also actors here oh, fine. and i had um oh yeah you know it's a big family and um, so I was walking back to meet him to walk to my car and a dark shadow darted across the path in front of me. I was, you know, by myself, leaving my scene, heading, you know, back through and you just sort of accept it. Mm. <laughs> yep. Could have been a fox, could have been a Bigfoot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there are definitely things up there in the woods. Nice. Uh, so let me ask you this with with Halloween being such a significant part of your guys life. Uh, do you guys have any personal Halloween traditions or horror movies that you like to personify in to your 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 Halloween spirits? 
so for me, and I'm going to, I'm going to confess here again, Steve, this is just between you and I, mm -hmm. yeah. um, okay. <laughs> I don't actually like to be scared. Really? Yeah. I love the technique of being a scare actor. And actually Brad just found this out on Saturday. We were raved out and I was invited to go to another haunted attraction and I went online and I went, mm -mm, that's too scary for me. I, I don't enjoy being scared. Um, I love to scare people because it's an, you know, it's an acting technique. It's, you know, it's a performance. I think I'm pretty good at it. Yep. Very good at it. Um, but I don't enjoy being frightened. That's so truly um, fascinating. <laughs> That's no, I love I love the wardrobe aspect of it because I've, mm -hmm. I've worked on costuming here over years. I love the technique. I love, you know, entertaining. Don't sneak up on Kathy. You might yeah, get no. <laughs> I I did I did I I confess I did whack one of the chainsaw guys over the head with my yardstick the year I was a nun. He kept coming at me with the chainsaw, and I kept telling him to stop. <laughs> hey, you know what? He <laughs> had to learn a lesson. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so your your Halloween no. <laughs> so your Halloween is basically like you you enjoy like Charlie Brown's you know pumpkin great pumpkin kind of that that's your that's your trick or treating Halloween spirit thing or just more of the scarer. I like I like being a scarer. Okay. Um, I like eerie. I like the ambiance. I like um, you know you know the notions of the lore, the witchcraft whatever but what i actually really enjoy as an actress is creating strong female characters nice i i, I like that i like um, the sense of halloween i love trick-or-treating yeah. i hope the trick-or-treating in america continues to grow mm -hmm. i hope that um people's rights aren't infringed and towns embrace the camaraderie of halloween I would say if you were to take a poll in America of everyone that's here, um, of people that love Halloween versus don't like Halloween, I don't know what the percentage would be, but I would hope that it's above 80% because I would say, you know, with my um, awareness of people in this area, people love Halloween. You know, our I attraction has grown, grown and grown and grown. And whether you love Halloween or just like it a little bit, um, some people have never been to a haunt before and they come for their first time and they come with family and friends and then they will say a comment to us here at the farm. Like, I can't believe it took 10 years for me to get here. What was I thinking? I absolutely love this place or I love haunts. I, I didn't know that that's what a haunt was. Mm -hmm. You know, we we've met some people recently come through some middle aged folks uh, weren't sure what a haunt was or a haunted attraction uh, one of their friends had bought them tickets to sort of force them to go. And when I saw them beforehand, they weren't sure what their experiences were going to be. But uh, they laughed and then were scared and laughed some more and then were scared some more. So by the time they came out, they had to find me and came up and said they absolutely had a great time. They were, like I said, very upset that it had taken them over 10 years to come here. That's awesome. So. I said, yeah, you should support the other haunts in Connecticut as well, because, you know, there are quite a few great haunts here in the state of Connecticut. There there really uh, is a, a lot of really fun stuff out here. Um, last, a couple of weeks ago, I had uh, a, a wonderful 
a voice actress, Holly Marie Michael, out in the UK. And I recently discovered that Halloween is becoming really big over there. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's really fun to see that this love of the the spooky and the haunted is transitioning internationally. And I told her I'm going to do everything in my power to get her to come over here to experience it. Because again, it's not as big over there. So taking her to your guys' haunted trail would be an absolute blast. And I know she would absolutely be down for it. Um, I had the opportunity to visit, um, and I, I did go, um, to the um, haunted attraction at the London Bridge in oh. in London. Wow. And, and I, was, I was like, okay, I, I got to do it. And it was really neat seeing how they approached it, you know, differently. Mm. But what was cool is they had a real skeleton in the floor <laughs> covered with plexiglass. <laughs> and I was like, is that real? And they're like, yeah, it was real. I guess they found it there and they didn't move it. So they just covered it in plexiglass. Now that I could have been a lie, but. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Kudos. Is your uncle missing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found him. Yeah. But... So I, I do have one question for you, Kathy, uh, because you are one of the, the scare actors. Uh, for those aspiring to become, you know, to get into their own scaring acting skills, uh, what advice could you give them, you know, based on your experience as a scare actor? So I think you need to treat it like any other acting role in that you need to have a character and it doesn't need, you know, you don't need this, you know, in-depth backstory or anything like that. But I think you need to understand you know, where you are and, and why you're there. So mm -hmm. if you're in an, in an asylum, well, I'm a, you know, I'm an evil doctor. I'm, you know, a demented nurse. I'm a, a patient, you know, got, running amok. And I think starting there helps a lot. I think you need to not be afraid to be larger than life um, because scare acting is about a split second impression you know the guest that comes through and interacts with myself and you know the other actors in my scene they're not moving in they're not sitting there for two hours like they might be at a play you have you know a matter of seconds really to bring them into your world show them why they need to be terrified of you in your world and then release them so that they can continue on their way and and make that you know make that big impression so i think for any potential scare actors out there you know you take it seriously um and fear fear doesn't discriminate age either it doesn't no. matter whether you're 14 44 or 84 the reaction that people have from being scared is the same whether you're young or old it doesn't matter you know um oftentimes when i used to get onto the haunted hayride as an actor and i still act from time to time i would enter the wagon and we would have grown women curled up on a ball in the fetal position on the floor of the hay wagon while the wagon was moving and the husbands would be roaring with laughter or the reverse, Brad. Or the reverse. <laughs> or the reverse. The reverse would happen many times. And the people would be howling with laughter. 
But while their guard was down, it wasn't the scared person that was curled up in a ball that we would go after. Mm-mm. You'd go after the people that were laughing. And then maybe, <laughs> maybe the young, maybe the young, brave 14 year old boy might say, I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. And then maybe a line that someone might say might be great. I'll see you under your bed later. You know? <laughs> And, uh, and then the mother that was curled up in a ball would quickly come back to life and say, you know what, that, that wasn't cool. And they're like, well, you paid for this. You know? <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is you learn to work as a team, you know, as a as a as a scene, you know, and Brad. You know, it is teamwork. Absolutely. It is it's definitely teamwork. teamwork. You know, so, for example, and I think different actors have different skill sets. So mm-hmm. I jokingly refer to them as, you know, talkers, stalkers or pops. and I'm an, I'm the kind of character that I want you to look at me. Mm. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to get you to be paying attention to whatever it is I'm doing so that you don't see that person who's waiting around the corner. And that's a pop. You know, a stalker is somebody who kind of is going to just creep up on you and stay there, you know? But everybody finds their niche and finds what they're good at. And mm. then when you, you know, you work together as a team, you, you deliver that, you know, that quality experience. Yeah. The, the teamwork's important, especially when you're, you're passing that customer off from actor to actor as they move by Kathy, they might move over to the next actress or actor in that scene. And it's continuity in the scene. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, you know, a, a lot more, I think, goes into it than most people probably realize. I, I, I see that. Yeah. I can definitely see that. That is, If a scene works well together and the customer comes through the event after, say, their experience is 40 minutes and they, mm-hmm. they exit the attraction, which is the trail. So now they've walked, they've walked for over 40 minutes. It's very clear when they come through that trail, they will recall four, three or four scenes at least of which they were absolutely terrified and Kathy's in the witch scene. And it constantly, constantly comes up uh, as being named one of the scariest scenes because (laughs) it is one of the first scenes. Their guard is down. They have no idea when they get to this area where they work. I can't really give it away, but this area where they, what they're about to encounter. And um, you know, it's a living production. It's, it's a production that's live. It's live. Nothing is recorded about this. So it's every experience for every single person going through, Kathy, right? It's different. It is. It's different. Kathy's going to be in one spot one time, a different spot in another. And um, And it's very engaging. We engage all the customers. It's very interactive. As I said before, I don't want to repeat the same term, but they are immersed into, say, Kathy's world, Mm -hmm. where they are part of Kathy's environment back there. Yeah. And, you know, I like to try to you know, give them a visual impression. So, you know, maybe it's something as simple as I have a, a lit, a light that I extinguish as they come in, you know, and, you know, then they, they come around and I draw them around and sometimes you don't even have to speak, you know, you can just get people interested in what you're doing. Um, and, and and really set that scene and and tell them, because they're really only going to be interacting in my space for, a minute maybe you know but it's but but don't you know don't misunderstand we have a tremendous amount of fun doing this 
<laughs> oh, I can't, I, I can't see it at all. No, but don't, don't believe it for one bit that you guys have fun doing this. No, but it's, it is, it is nice to see. I, I love the, the, even just by the conversation, the, the blood, sweat and tears, the joy that you guys have doing this, that the entertainment and the, the family camaraderie really is there in this. And that excites me. And I wish you guys nothing but the best in your future endeavors. And when you hit your 28th and your 29th and your 30th anniversary, um, <laughs> I, I look forward to it. And I am thoroughly, thoroughly excited to come check this out myself. Uh, I will absolutely be, uh, you know, bringing all of my my, my family and friends, uh, definitely getting Thomas and Kevin. And obviously their wives are going to want to come and my wife is going to want to come. And it's I, I, I'm stoked. I truly am. So, so maybe you know when you come through with you know I've met I've met your co-hosts and <laughs> uh, they see you know and, and I like them no I'm kidding um, <laughs> oh I I'm um, absolutely giving you permission to torture them oh well thank you dearie um <laughs> I think it, it it might be fun to have you guys come up early and and see the process. Because, oh you know, one of the things that. we really didn't talk about a lot was our makeup process. Yeah. Oh it's quite God. a big production. There's a whole transformation. Beautiful Kathy. <laughs> it's transformed into an even more beautiful Kathy. <laughs> if, you can, if you can only imagine. Well, you saw the trailer. I, sent, I, I did. Sent you the trailer. I did. I, I, I so sent it to them, too. <laughs> yeah. Sister Mary Malice is, is um, she's, she's my nun. Um I haven't played her. In, I played her what twenty twenty. Very upset for children who haven't paid their dues. Yes, <laughs> you're missing Sunday school. Um, but but that I think is a you know it's a great opportunity to see how, you know, regular people are transformed into monsters. And um, Deirdre, um, Brad's daughter, heads up the makeup crew, and what they do on such a large scale is is nothing less than amazing um because there's on a full night what are there 150 actors yeah yeah at least yeah, 150 actors for sure you know who who may have you know not everyone wears masks there are some masks which require only a little bit of makeup around your eyes to uh to blend in the eyes but um we i have, would say the vast prosthetics prosthetics the vast majority get a full makeup Kathy nice. is one of our persons that we'd be speaking about here where she gets complete transformation. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's a, you know, there's a full wardrobe, um, you know, portion of it where, you know, and costuming starts over the summer, you know, we we're we're looking at, you know, costuming costumes and, you know, something might look tattered and torn, but it's probably not because it has to be durable enough to withstand, you know, an actor's, you know, actor's, are physical it's it's a physical thing oh, yeah. um you know so we have a you know our wardrobe department and then our amazing makeup staff which i mean you know Absolutely. for me getting into makeup that's that's when getting into character starts yeah it's fun I, I would absolutely love to check that out that would be amazing and definitely getting thomas and kevin to come over and check that out would be you know maybe we can get them a little dolled up or a little bit get them oh, i'm sure <laughs> Maybe this is to be the part two of this. You know, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Right. Because yes. it is, you know, the, the monsterfication of Steve. 
This only gets more beautiful. Sound the same on your second week till you be seeing high listeners. This is Steve. <laughs> well met. Um, <laughs> I did that no, a little too we really well. Do. I mean, I would we love have, that, I, and yeah, I love the, the, the everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, where can the people out in the good world of Nerd Nation find you, and where can they come? to come see this wonderful experience? Well, Steve, it's pretty simple. Um, we have a website, which is legendsoffear.com. We are located in Shelton, Connecticut at 2 Sawmill City Road. Uh, so all our customers need to do and listeners would be just to Google Legends of Fear or go to legendsoffear.com. And uh, the website is very, very easy to, uh, to work, manipulate. All you need to do is pull up the schedule you could look at the days and times dates we operate on our calendar and then uh there's a lot of videos to watch that are up on youtube there are videos on our website which are constantly changing uh we're on facebook we're also got a, a nice presence on instagram but for those people TikTok. that want to uh yep tiktok any people that want to attend the attraction just simply go to the website and you can uh, schedule your tickets right online and a very simple process if you're a last minute customer and you decide that you're not sure if you want to buy it in advance and you're not sure what you're doing, um, typically most nights that are not our busiest nights of the year, which you'll see those on the calendar, you can purchase tickets right here at the farm. Awesome. That's amazing. And I uh, always recommend to my friends that you make an evening of it. I mean, we have a oh, phenomenal mi midway. We have the big bonfires, um, little tiny donuts. Just got to give a shout out to little tiny donuts. <laughs> yeah, we have many donuts. Most listeners, Steve, probably wouldn't realize if you are going to purchase our combination ticket, we're not like a lot of other haunts. It is a full night out. It's longer mm -hmm. than most movies. The hayride yeah. itself, again, 30 to 32 minutes. The walking trail, uh, definitely a 45 minutes on that. So that's the attraction time alone between the logistics of moving yourself to the queue line and exiting the hay wagon and walking over to the trail. Um, most people between parking and everything spend about three hours on this farm. Date night. Date that's, night. That's, donut that's, night. Donut <laughs> night. Even better. Oh my God. That's Spider awesome. night, Cocoa night, bonfire <laughs> night. Absolutely. Yeah. That is a full night experience. I love that. That's tenfold it's actually better. A full and it's a full New England experience. That is It true. really is. So let's go ahead and let's wrap this up on our side. Uh, as always, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you're listening to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, so please like and follow us at DNA Pod or on our webpage, nerddnapod.com. I'm your host, Steve Q, and I have been joined with Brad and Kathleen, the most wonderful people that I have ever had on the show to talk about spooky stuff. Kathy, you have been on here multiple times and I love nerding out with you. Brad, this has been a true honor to have you on the show. Seriously, thank you so much for coming on. And seriously, I cannot wait to experience this. I can't wait to come check you guys out. Listeners, please, please, please go check these guys out. Again, thank you guys so much. Seriously, thank you so much for being on the show. It has been an absolute pleasure. We hope to scare you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, guys. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>